Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Golden Crown Podcast, where each week we bring you a dash of Hallmark movie magic. You have your hosts for season six. You have myself, Sally, joined by the beautiful, the sensational, the camera stopping, Tracy. Thank you for that, Sally. (laughs) Absolutely. As always, we are also joined by our very special silent co-host, Colleen the Build-A-Bear. So let's kick off with segment one. This Mm -hmm. is in season six, our life's recipes. This is where we give you just a little bit of a recommendation or a help or a guide or something to just inspire you in life, something to help you out and to focus on a little something different, something positive. I'll start with my life's recipe, which is you can't change mistakes or regrets of the past, Mm. but you can control how you respond to them. True. Consider what you learn from these mistakes and move on. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Sal? That's pretty strong. Okay. I'd say that's pretty strong. All right. The life's recipes I am bringing for this week is what I like to condense as a little reframe goes a long way. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I can't wait to hear this one. A little reframe goes a long way. Okay. So okay. the way I see this is we all have those, if we're using the technical term, automatic negative thoughts, what I call ants you know maybe something happens and we're convinced we know the truth about a situation i know we've all been in this boat where no mind reading what someone else is thinking we're looking and focusing on the negatives we're overthinking a situation so i like to say a little reframe goes a long way because sometimes when we can realize maybe we don't know everything maybe things aren't as bad as what we're picturing in our heads Um, that can really go a long way for making us a little bit happier in life or even just recognizing maybe we won't know the truth of that situation and maybe that's just fine (laughs) if you don't want to go full positive reframe (laughs) so we will head into our second segment which is key ingredients we are using this segment to really cover all those key ingredients of a Hallmark movie shown by our baking elements. But before we jump into those, we are going to talk about what movie we watch. So as we promised at the end of last week's podcast, we are jumping into the Hallmark 2023 Spring Into Love lineup. Mm -hmm. We are so excited. It's kind of feeling like spring here in Ohio a little bit. Anyways, this week. Today, yesterday it was winter, tomorrow it's, yeah, exactly. Well, you know. At least Hallmark's bringing us into spring. That's what matters. So this week we watched A Picture of Her, which starred as leading lady Beth, Rhiannon Fish, and as leading man Jake, of course, Tyler Hines. Yes, who mom has now very lovingly nicknamed to Ty Ty. (laughs) (laughs) And we will only refer to him as Ty Ty from now on. Oh, there you go. (laughs) So we'll just start with Hallmark's little synopsis that they provide first. So they say, Beth unwittingly becomes the subject of an award-winning magazine's cover and tries to uncover the true identity of the mystery photographer. So, 
Good summary. Yeah, of course. Let's just leap into our elements. As always, we're going to kick it off with the flour, really that main ingredient in any baking dish. The base. Yes. And of course, for our movie watching purposes, it's going to be the characterization of those two leads that we just discussed. So we meet Beth, who is out on the out on a boat with her dad. Yes. They're a fishing boat. Mainly salmon, it seems. Mm -hmm. she's In very, Washington State. Mm -hmm. She's very down to earth. You can tell she's very connected with her family. Her and her dad are constantly joking around. And you can tell she's just living life, loving life. It's great. Compare that to Jake is located in Los Angeles, very involved in the hustle and the bustle of the city. In fact, he kind of does some freelance photography and he gets pictures of celebrities doing things that they shouldn't. He's yes. got an inside person who tips him off to places he should be taking pictures. And you can tell he's just kind of getting and picking up whatever work he can. But we do also know from the very beginning of the movie that he really seems to like the old camera style where you really had to set up the shot and take the artistic lens, like all that sort of thing. It was all about the timing. I mean, mm -hmm. you really had to wait for the right moment. It was yes. patience. It was precision. Yes. It was all through the eye. But that is not what he is doing now. He's clearly just yeah. uh, getting the dirt of people. Mm, yeah. So and getting paid for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those are really the intro to our characters. Of course, we gotta get Beth to Los Angeles. So unfortunately, she does have an aunt who took a fall and broke her leg. So her dad really encourages her, despite her difficult previous memories with Los Angeles to get back out there, help take care of her aunt, all that stuff. Uh, and of course, we get to know very early on that the reason Los Angeles is hard for her is a man from her past who broke her heart. Yes, it wasn't successful from her career perspective. She's an environmentalist and things mm -hmm. didn't work out there because she was very idealistic about what she wanted to do, make impact in this world. And then of course, this situation with the man who actually seemed to be around that same environmental topic didn't work out yes. either but she returns there for her aunt Dodie mm -hmm. to help her out aunt Dodie we love aunt Dodie a flower shop I believe mm -hmm. and more importantly aunt Dodie has a golden retriever named Goldie, Goldie. Yeah. yes a very aged golden yes. retriever bless Goldie's little heart yeah. We Nala love loved that. watching Goldie. Yes, Nala was all for it. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, despite her difficult past with LA, she dives headfirst in the scene. She, you know, is traveling with Aunt Dodie to farmers markets, going on walks with Goldie, taking Goldie to dog parks. And this is really where we get the crux of our plot line because as she is at that farmer's market. She takes a moment to look around. Of course, flowers are her aunt's business, so she loves being around them. And as she is stopping to quite literally smell the roses, mm -hmm. Jake sees her from across the way. He is working with a weekly magazine it yeah. seems something like that of the local area and, and he was asked to cover the farmer's market. Right. Just right. get some natural spring shots. Right. The vegetables, the flowers, yeah. everything that comes with the farmer's market, right? Right, right. So, yes. And he gets this really stunning picture yeah. of Beth sniffing the roses, and he is quite attracted to her from the very beginning. There is no doubt about it. In his eyes, there is that 
instant spark for him. But of course, he writes off this moment as just another time that he's captured someone's beauty in a photograph, takes his photos home, starts to organize them, and accidentally places that photo of Beth with the roses in the flowers category. Yes, and submits it obviously yes, to the right, magazine right. because that's his job. Here, yeah. Here's what I worked on, and if you buy any of it, right, his profit. Right, exactly. Well, this is not the end of Beth and Jake, as you can probably guess, because he is asked by the head of the magazine, Candace, to take Princess, her little dog, to the dog park. And I swear, I need to go and look back, but I swear this is the same dog from A Dog Lover's Guide to Dating. I absolutely could be wrong, but I feel like it could be right. Yeah, I could, I could be right. I could be, uh, maybe I'm Hallmark Channel's number one fan. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Mom, and I did that apply. One. Mom and I did apply, if you couldn't tell from our exactly. Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to vote for us. Yeah. <laughs> Just if you love this podcast, or maybe if you don't, <laughs> you're listening. So <laughs> who am I to say? But nonetheless, um, as he is taking the dog to the dog park, he is amazed because right there in front of him is the same is woman the that flower he, girl. Yes, the same woman he saw at the farmer's market mm-hmm. with her golden retriever. And you can tell he just did not think that this interaction would happen. He's yeah. kind of awkward, but she, you know, very she's very bubbly, she's very personable. She's talking to him a little bit about, you know, how she used to live in Washington with her dad. Not that long ago she was in LA. Uh, so she's familiar with the area, but she's here ultimately to take care of her aunt and jake's a little forward he most certainly is yeah he, he pretty much uh tie tie steps right in there and they both bond over the fact that they like biking i don't even remember how the subject came up but he seizes his moment and says well if you like to ride maybe we could ride together and you can tell beth is thinking about her past thinking about that guy that broke her heart so she's like she's a little reserved maybe maybe not and he is just pushing for that yes he's like okay but what about tomorrow tomorrow sometime in the future when we could do that so he's just very pushing for this moment and she eventually says yes i think because we four thirty we can also see the interest on her end. She's a little interested in the stranger at the dog park. She is. So she goes home, a very happy woman, and um, brings Goldie back to her aunt. Her aunt is a little bit on to her, but she gives her her space. She lets her have her moment. But, you know, of course, she's like, I I know you must have met someone you have that glow about you after their bike riding excursion the next day. They're very... They're getting very close very quickly, opening up kind of a little bit about what motivates them. For her, it's obviously the natural environmental side of things. Mm -hmm. For him, it's really um, capturing those photographs that mean a lot to him. And uh, he gets a call from Janice, who is that person that tips him off when there's a celebrity. Because Janice is nearby at a store seeing some high-end celebrity try to shoplift. Exactly, which was... Wow. And you can tell Jake is very much torn because he is really enjoying his time with Beth. He does not want to have to leave her. But he also sees a gig that he can, you know, get paid for. So ultimately, Mom and I were both very disappointed in him. But he comes back and lets her know, hey, I kind of got to take off for something regarding work. But maybe we could, you know, get together again soon. And she says, okay, I like that. And... 
not knowing that he's going to go get kind of a dirt piece on a celebrity. Because he's not admitted that to her. No, he has that not. part of his work. Yes, he's left it to almost seem like he just gets these very wholesome Right. Shots. But uh, as Beth and Aunt Dodie are talking a little bit about this mystery new man in her life, she shares that his name is Jake, that he's a photographer, and that he makes her smile and he makes her happy, and it feels like he already knows her even though they just met. Well... Aunt Dodie says, hearing all that, you need to bring him home. I need to meet him. You need to put him to the clam chowder test that I guess is. Exactly. In the family. Does the man know a good clam chowder or not? That is the test. So as Beth and Jake are out on another bike ride, they're going to the farmer's market so that way they can pick up the ingredients for dinner. And um, because. Beth actually asks him while they're at the farmer's market to come to dinner that night with her aunt. No other prelude to that. No other indication. I mean, just all of a sudden, they're very natural relationship with each other. Yes, he gathers all of the fresh ingredients Mm -hmm. in a basket for Beth because she has the very specific list from her aunt. As they are heading back, Beth wants to fill up her water bottle in. Jake says, you know, my place isn't that far from here. Why don't we just fill it up there? So as she's there, she's noticing... A very Sally moment of filling up a water bottle. I love my water bottles. But (laughs) as she is looking around his place, she notices those really stunning pictures that he had taken. Very candid. Landscapes. Very good coloring. Mm -hmm. and And he shares that the camera that he took those pictures with isn't his normal, you know, Canon whatever, whatever. It's this very old-fashioned camera, the one that we saw at the beginning of the movie, where, you know, you got to look from the top down to see the picture. You have to twist all the focus We saw bits. that in the, was it the Grand Canyon one? Mm-hmm. We saw that same. Yes, that's true. Or is it the Yosemite? Yosemite. Yeah, it was the Yosemite. Yeah, the Yosemite one. Yeah. This is where we get to my salt, or that kind of saucy or flavorful element. Yes. Because... She's, of course, posing for the camera, kind of joking around. And then she kind of stops him and says, you know, actually, you know, getting my picture taken is kind of uncomfortable for me. I actually, you know, don't, she's already shared, I don't really like being the center of attention. So she kind of puts a stop to it. But this is really where we get to the salt because he's like, well, why don't you try to use the camera and we get that classic pool table maneuver where he's like you know may i and he's reaching around her to adjust all the focus knobby things and she's leaning back into him very romantic very flavorful salty moment and we even almost get a kiss almost except she gets a call Mm -hmm. from none other than aunt Dodie. yeah who wants her to come home and help out with the dinner. So Mm. she has to abruptly leave. Of course, she says she has to water Aunt Dodie's orchids. So Jake asks, oh, does your aunt like orchids? And she's like, yes, yes. And kind of leaves it at that, tells him not to bring anything. Nonetheless, Jake shows up for dinner with an orchid, as I call. Mom did call that, yes. But, uh, you know. Notices the many, many other orchids there that he's contributing to. So this is one of those, which movie was it that we watched? Where Love and the Sunshine. Love and Sunshine yeah. movie, yes. It's a callback. Love all the Hallmark times. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so this kind of starts leading into my butter mm-hmm. moment, which is really that central messaging because 
now that Jake is there with the aunt, of course, it's the clam chowder test. Yes, um, with that passes. homemade clam chowder, he passes with flying colors because mm. he absolutely loves it. Of course, it did look delish. Oh, by it the did. Way, and I do love my clam chowder. <laughs> but during this conversation, they they talk a little bit about well, you know, Jake, what do you do? Mm-hmm. She does know he's a photographer because that obviously Beth has already shared that much. But he also starts sharing a little bit about you know the camera I use now and the the technology people use now. It's just kind of that point and click. It's like you use your yes. phone and you're just getting a digital moment. It's you know you can you can throw away a thousand of them, just keep one of them. Right. It's it's. It's just become very um, commercial yeah. and meaningless. Uh, you, it's it's a happenstance if you get that great mm-hmm. shot. And he's like, you know, I I, I like that classic. Mm-hmm. I would love to go back to, and I've worked with before, my yeah. classic camera where it's everything set, very patient, take the right shot. It's all about seeing the beauty in the little things. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the central message is seeing yes. the beauty in the little things. Absolutely. Of this movie. But... And Dodie chooses after dinner time to really put Jake to the test. Yes, she does, because we have Beth stepping away for a moment, mm-hmm. which leaves Aunt Dodie with a perfect opportunity yes, and to have seizes it. Jake within her crab claws from the, you know, clam chowder. Yeah. <laughs> clam claws, whatever. She's asking what his intentions are with her niece. And of course, he's like, you know, oh, I really like her. And she's like, Okay, but that's not your intention. And she's sharing, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Jake. She's had someone in the past who really hurt her, who really used her and broke her heart. And if you do that, I'm not going to be happy with you. And you've been warned, basically. And, of course, Beth just comes trotting back out like, oh, what were you talking about? And she's like, we're having a friendly conversation. And Mm -hmm. you can tell Jake's been backed into the corner (laughs) by Aunt Dodie. Jake does receive a call the next morning from... Candace, the one who leads the newspaper, and she has some big news to share with him, brings him to that little coffee place that they like to inhabit, and she shows him the cover of the Springtime in the City magazine, which just was published Mm -hmm. a few hours ago, that has a front cover picture, huge and right there of the flower girl. His picture that he put in the flower Mm -hmm. category with Beth. Beth and the Red Rose is the front cover. And there's no getting around. It's very, very evident mm-hmm. that it's Beth. Yeah. And and no way to hide it and no way to take it back. Yes. And, yeah, she is now the center of a lot of publicity. Yes. As she's walking down the streets, people already have the magazine in their hands. They're Taking to pictures, pictures with her. Yeah. It's yeah. very uncomfortable, especially hearing that she already didn't like, you know, having her picture taken, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. she, Beth immediately heads to newspaper headquarters and yep. demands for Candace to tell her who the name of the photographer is because she wants to connect with them and you know, kind of expressed that it wasn't okay that they never asked her permission to have this published. But Candace does walk through the legality of it, which is true in that the picture was taken in a public space. Therefore, she did not need that permission piece. And it's and not it's used not for, for commercial any commercial. Use, so, that's right. Yes. Uh, it's really completely legal, everything that yeah. they did. And of course, Beth still sees this as an infringement on her rights. Uh, so she really does still want to connect with the photographer. Candace knows exactly who the photographer is, but it is under the pseudonym of Shutterbot. 
Exactly. In an effort to connect with Beth, he's trying desperately to find her at home. Her and Aunt Dodie are out. He's then goes to Candace to try to talk with her a little bit about kind of that newspaper situation. And she shares that Beth had stopped by. So she now knows the identity of Beth as Flower Girl. She gets her phone number so she can connect the two of them. But of course, she already knows that Jake is well acquainted with exactly. Beth. Exactly. And so she asks him, you know, when you tell her that you're Shutterbot, is she going to see, this is the quote of our podcast, is she going to see the ruthless digital assassin or is she gonna see the charming boy next door and that's really the question of course jake chooses the not great route next door well no he chooses the not great route of not being honest he does end up giving her the picture that he had taken he does as a gift and it's beautifully framed gorgeous and he says i I took the picture, and she said, "You took the picture, right?" Because she says, ready. "I took it from the internet, the yeah. same as everybody else." He slipped he right out of it. He, he had his moment to it. say, "I literally did take that picture." Instead, he says, "No, I I got it from the internet." Yeah. yeah. So it's unfortunate, and we already know where this is this, where this is going. But mm. uh, as they are continuing Sadness. to get to know each other, we do get quite a few touching moments. As she is gaining this attention as, quote, the flower girl, she even goes on a TV show and talks a little bit about how she'd like to meet the photographer. We kind of see this as her way of almost smoking the photographer out to be yes. like, you know, approach yes. me. Talk but she's to very me. clear on that she work, works on her dad's boat mm-hmm. in Washington State and... I mean, she actually reveals quite a bit for yeah. being someone who wants to have to be anonymity yeah. and, yes, privacy. I was but pretty amazed. But really what this opens the door for is a lot of opportunities start pouring in. Yes. We get a very sketchy L.A. agent mm. who is trying to get her to do ads and things like that. He Sign sees so much him. potential. Mm. And unfortunately, even though she's not the one who's been a part of the L.A. scene... No one in the LA scene, aka Aunt Dodie or Jake himself, are kind of walking her through the ins and the outs of signing LA a contract. Being careful, this. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a little sketch. Aunt Dodie's kind of like, you need to do what's best for you. If you see this as your moment of stepping out, I say go for it. And Jake's kind of the same, right? A well, little if this bit. Is, if this is what you want to do, then go for it. It's what yes. you want to do. It's really uh, disheartening. Surprising. Yeah. And as they are celebrating. Her success at a restaurant, we actually stumble across our smoothie. The first one. First one, yes. Let's throw it out there, folks. You got more to look forward to. It was pretty high. Not highest of high, but it was a it was a very romantic Mm -hmm. and heartfelt smooch. I rated it as very high, using the mom quote of wowsy woo woo. And I also deemed it as very passionate. Okay. It was definitely a swept up in the moment kiss, but clearly they've been coming together for a while. So it wasn't totally surprising, but it was surprising in the moment because he's commenting, of course, on her beauty. And that's why everyone's been loving the quote flower girl, which is her, because he's saying they're seeing what I saw right away when I met right. you. And exactly. this is just very... This is very sweet and tender. Didn't say when I met you through the camera right. that I took this picture <laughs> of you. That actually was the reason this happened. But that's yeah. okay. 
But let's just pass by <laughs> that, shall we? Flutter, flutter, flutter. Yes. As they are away. continuing to go on these little date moments, one thing he does for her is he cooks for her, which she's a little surprised by. And of course, he has a quip of don't judge a photographer by his camera, uh, whatever that means. Anyway, so <laughs> he uh, also takes her out to this restaurant area. I don't know, it's not really clear where they went, but he's saying that he had some uncle or something who doesn't always use this space. And of course they ride on his motorcycle because she didn't know that he biked in both sense of the terms. Um, and this is the first time she really gets to see that mysterious side of him. Mm. And he takes her to this very high spot in California where they're overlooking the city. But of course, what's far more interesting to her, and this is really my sugar moment, is that she can look up to the stars and it's the clearest spot probably in LA that she's seen so far. And he says that he wanted to take her there because he saw it as the slice of home that he could give her. Because of course, LA and Washington, very different. Um, yeah. <laughs> but most importantly, I think was, this is probably the one redeeming thing that Jake gave advice on in terms of that whole not walking her through how a lot of LA deals can be scams and how they want you for your money and not for your talent. And he says, just promise me this. And no matter what you decide to do with the agent, with all the offers headed your way, don't lose who you are. And I think that really stuck with her in the moment. And that whole thing was just very sweet. Like mom had shared, they had the wine together. Mm -hmm. And it's just a very touching, tender moment between the two of them. It is. But at our height, we start to get our to our depth, to our fall, <laughs> well beyond where poor Beth wanted to be because she does sign up with the agent. He meets with her at what looks like a very reputable reputable firm, but makes an excuse that, oh, well, my office is, it has rodents in it or something. Something's yeah. happening. Walks her down the steps. So he never takes her to a real office. Right. Never it, really uh, is part of that building that he's in no one's acknowledging him as an employee or anything right, it's so pretty much sells sketch. her on doing a commercial where he the, is just talking out of both sides of his mouth and it's <laughs> on the financial side yeah. so you know it's just using her yes she is struggling with it she's not going to sign the contract until she reads through it she actually shares that contract with jake and he pretty much again it's the same you know you do what you want to do it looks like a standard contract but when she gets there she has her own trailer mm -hmm. where they do the hair and makeup and as they're doing the hair and makeup she's closing her eyes but when she opens them she realizes oh, that's goodness. not who yeah. she is because they have really really put a lot of makeup on her yes. the eyes the um the blush the, the hair yeah the contours the hair is just way overdone and then right. they put this gorgeous gown on her and she pretty much has the look of being horrified yeah. of what they've done to her she's not happy with it they know she's not but they're like oh we're not done you're fine it's gonna get even better well it doesn't get better it gets much worse for her because it's well beyond who she is and yeah. what she wants to do she shuts it down, takes it all off, puts mm -hmm. on her own clothes, and leaves. She's trying to get out of this, obviously, because she sees herself in the mirror. She says, I'm in over my head. I, I don't yes. know what I'm doing. I'm not feeling right. I'm feeling out of depth. Yeah. And she sh tries to share this with 
her agent, but of course, like we said, he's very much talking out of both sides of his mouth. He's saying, oh, it'll be, you know, it'll really show your natural and down to earth side, but also that you're at the peak of your career and that you're this businesswoman, blah, blah, blah. So you can tell he's just saying things that he knows will soothe her in the moment to just get her to keep going along. Mm -hmm. But she's really reaching that breaking point and she's trying to say, I'm done, I'm out. But of course he's trying to be like, just get back in the trailer, we'll help you, we'll get this right, I'll talk to the director, I'll smooth things over. And this is when Jake arrives because he, you know, of course wanted to check in on her given that this was her first big deal, I guess, out of her new agent. And it's super sweet because he's noticing that she's not looking okay and he tells the agent give us a minute and he's asking her you know are you okay and she's saying i'm in over my head i'm done i want to be out of this and this, this is unfortunately is now where we literally get cupping her face and trying to help her out and telling the agent it's over we're done we're walking we have our eggs moment folks yes. this is we've been waiting for it sally and i knew the betrayal was coming oh absolutely and you and know when it hit it hit and it oh, hit big yeah because at this point there's one of his rival photographers who we saw earlier in the movie where he was trying to get a candid snapshot of a star doing something he shouldn't do right so it's all that controversial you know we have to get those those embarrassing moments with stars well that same photographer seems is there on is there on this set Mm -hmm. and throws in ah I didn't know you'd be here, Shutterbot. Right, with Flower Girl. Clearly, we need to talk. We need to get coffee together because you've been hiding this super big success. Tucked it away, buddy. You should have let me know yeah. about it. And when she heard Shutterbot, she's like, wait, you're Shutterbot? And we have our eggs moment. Well, especially the way that this rival is painting the picture, it's almost like you used her to get success and now you're just sticking with it she says you have lied to me she's very clear on nope checking out you've lost it jake the one lie is too much already we did not say west 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 no west 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 (laughs) is that one and as she returns home and Dodie, of course is trying to comfort Mm. her saying you know well you'll look back on this after time and realize you know Yes, you put yourself out there. Yes, it feels like a huge mistake right now, but mm. you tried, and that's really yeah. what matters. And I think that was really good messaging on her end. But Beth is set. She's saying, I'm just going to go home. I got in over my head here. Once again, LA has really bad memories for me, and I just want to get back to Washington, get back right. out on the boat, have the sea, have my head clear. Can I go back things. to Captain Dad? Yes. And go back to what I know. Life is simple. And I'll be the first mate, and I have a purpose, and it's beautiful out there, and I have none of this, no lies, no stress, no pressure. I know what I'm doing. And so, indeed, Beth returns back to Washington State to her dad. This is... Aunt Dodie had kept her around as long as she could. She was even clear on, yeah, I healed a lot earlier, but, you know, I really loved you being here. But she knows that she has to go. She knows that Jake has done wrong. Yes. He has lied. Oh, yeah. And Dodie is mad. She's and on to him. He even comes back after Beth has left with flowers. with Red his, roses. Yes, with his number attached to them saying, you have to have Beth call me. And she gives him back his roses. And she said, nope, you told me your intentions were good. And you lied to not only her. And you she's lied gone. To me. Yep. And she's gone. She's out of here. And I will not be 
sending her any messages from you. Thank you. Have a good night. We, of course, have to see the heartbroken Beth and heartbroken Tyler. Mm -hmm. Tyler's just roaming the streets of California. He's even getting calls from Janice, his informant, his tipper, and he's not even taking them. He's just so downtrodden about everything. Mm -hmm. And on Beth's end, she's very out of it. Her dad's saying, oh, well, we might as well, you know, chop the boat into firewood. And she's like, mm, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she's just so absent-minded. And as she's trying to be serious and bring him some charts, we have a very sweet moment because out of her bag, she happens to pull that photo that Jake had taken, the flower girl photo that started it all. That and he he's downloaded from the internet, yes, quote unquote. Yes, really took. Yeah. And the dad is so kind and compassionate in this moment because he's looking at the photo and of course he's externalized the problem. He's saying, you know, ah, I haven't seen this girl in a while, the one who always made jokes, the one who always smiled and had such life in her. And of course she's being very dismissive, like, well, that girl's gone. She's not here anymore. And he says a joke that's been their joke of a calling cod mm. and it, not leaving it on purpose. <laughs> and this gets her to finally break and kind of smile a bit and realize, okay, maybe I am home. Maybe this is where I'm meant to be. Maybe this is what I'm meant to be doing. Mm -hmm. I'll be happier here. There's none of those same pressures and people that will lie and will try to use me. Yes. But... Back in L.A., we have an interesting turn of events. Exactly. Aunt Dodie receives in the mail a box that she happens to open, and she finds that it is the photography book of Jake's. Mm -hmm. So Jake, when they were having the dinner, had admitted mm -hmm. that he did try to publish at one point his works, right. which were the works that he really, where he saw the beauty and the yes. little things. Folks, this is our butter, remember? <laughs> and he, he slapped it on that piece yeah. of bread and, oh, okay, never mind, never mind. Enough of the analogy. So he had said, you know, my mother bought three of them and somebody <laughs> else bought two, you know? So, so he, he dismissed it wholly and, and totally that it was a flop Nobody wanted to see anything mm -hmm. that was kind of that genuine aspect of taking photography for the sake of really capturing an essence. Even though we know from Mary Me and Yosemite that that's clearly an audience. We do know that. <laughs> we do know that. So Aunt Dodie realizes, okay, this is Jake's book. She sets up a time to meet with him. He, he actually responds and, and comes to meet with her at a restaurant somewhere. And she says, this came to my house. And he goes, I did not order it. Right. I did not send that to her. Yeah. And she realizes, Beth okay, Beth is the one who sought that out yep. and found it. And she says, okay, you know what, Jake? <laughs> I love Aunt Dodie. She needs to see this, which means somebody needs to deliver it because you can't send anything out to a boat. You ever right. tried to do that? It's not going to make it. So if... If, if she really is going to get this, you need to deliver it. Mm -hmm. And she hands a folded piece of paper that says, and here are the instructions, instructions. on how to get to that boat, the Maria Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. So now he has a conundrum because does he pack up everything and go to Washington State? Well, he does start to pack, but things get complicated because mm, he gets they? a call from Candace. Yes. Again, once again, the person at the magazine thing. Yes, and you have to come right mm -hmm. away. He hears mm. in this meeting that they finally are choosing to recognize his work because, of course, ad sales are up. Yes. There's never been more traffic for their the website or girl. their magazine yep. due to his picture. So yep. they want to do a feature of his works. He has 
whatever day he wants, he can take it, take all the pictures he wants, and it will feature every single one of his photos. Well, he knows he wants to go to Washington and really seek this out, but he wants that offer on the back burner just in case case Beth does turn him down because, of course, Aunt Dodie originally was very much shutting him down, so he doesn't know what Beth's reaction is going to be like. So he walks out and he tells Candace, I need a moment. I need to take care of something first. I really hurt someone. So he goes to Washington, finds Beth out on the boat with her dad, and, of course, she's very hesitant in approaching him. She notices he's carrying something and asks what it is. And when she sees it with the book, she's like, oh, that's right. I did find that. Mm-hmm. And so now we come to my baking soda or standout moment. Someone think it should be that sugar sweet one, but Sally <laughs> already gave us one of those. My baking soda moment comes at the very end of this mm-hmm. movie or pretty close to it. Because at this point, our leading couple, Jake and Beth, mm-hmm. share one of the hottest, yes. hottest, <laughs> Ty Ty, we saw you, smudge made us <laughs> ever recorded yeah. in Hallmark Channel history, folks. You heard it here <laughs> on the Golden Crown podcast. Tyler, you brought it with the tongue, baby. <laughs> Even with the tongue. I'm just saying, (laughs) woo-woo, west, 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 on the kiss, kiss, kiss. That was a baking soda. (laughs) Stand up, could not believe it. I was like, whoa, are they married? What is this? Whoa. Are they dating? Is this hot, hot? It is. I'm telling you. Because he, of course, asked if she can trust him again after everything that happened. He explained his side of things, of how it was all kind of a mistake. And she, of course, is like, I need to stay here. I need to stay in Washington. This is really where I belong. And he says, I don't care where I am as long as I'm with you. So precious. we get to see them on his motorcycle in Washington. So clearly he's staying there for her. And their love will only presumably blossom from here. And that is where we reach the end of our movie. So let's touch on all those remaining elements. Sure. Makeup, hair, fashion. I mean, do we have to say anything? Like Gorgeous. Oh. She is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. This is my, our first time seeing this actress. I, I mean, first off, I've ever seen her. Yeah. She did. Tremendous, tremendous actress Correct. from the quality, yes. but absolutely beautiful. Yes. The photo of her doesn't oh. even capture how beautiful yeah. she was. I, I'm serious, but it really yeah. doesn't. Hair, makeup, fashion for her, fantastic. Everything. And of course for Tyler. Oh my gosh. Oh, Ty-ty. Oh my gosh. Even even the dad, the man sweaters. Yeah, the man sweaters. The, the cable, you know, fisherman sweaters. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, and and Aunt Dodie. Oh yeah. She Aunt Dodie brought definitely it. brought it. Even with her boot and everything yes. else from her broken. I mean, she she Still did. Precious. Still precious. Exactly. So we can only say good things. Goldie, stunning. Exactly. She did wonderful. Yes. She got she chased the ball. She brought it back. She West, did everything West. she needed to. West West West. She did. We love no that. No hesitation. No green screens that we saw. No. Proud of you, Hallmark. It has been a while. All of the scenes seem to be, I mean, Washington seemed very genuine. Yep. LA seemed very oh, genuine. Yeah. They I actually agree. took good setting. Yes. Good setting views. They did a great job with extras, too, to make those LA streets look congested. They did. So props to you, Hallmark. They did. Absolutely. The the farmer's market was oh, totally on point. Would, would have wanted to be there for sure. I, I mean, the uh, magazine place looked like a mm-hmm. very professional. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We, we, we like setting. We liked it all. We liked it all. Chemistry oh. of the couple, 
I felt like this was that immediate connection. You could tell right away he was interested in her, she was interested in him. Yes. But of course she had that wall, but she seemed to get over it real quick. Obviously, her really only main hesitation was in him wanting to see her uh, at the bike park. But she ultimately said yes. And from then on, you know, obviously, like mom suggested, she's wanting to get that dinner with him after meeting at the farmer's market right away. She's introduced her to aunt. And, yeah, yeah she's introduced very her comfortable. family. And it was a very natural connection between the two of and, them. And she had that bit of innocence and naivety yeah. a bit. I mean, that it was just very trusting. So I think, I think that characterization of her really reflected yeah. on the choices she made. Yes. And... Ty Ty, you make me melt. There's a reason you're a Hallmark hunk. Because when he was like being so protective of her with the agent and things, like it was so cute. They were, and the they kiss. Were, Did I mention the oh, kiss? Yeah, the kiss. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Let's they were get just there. so sweet together. Like they it really were. did feel like watching a real life Couple. relationship. They yeah. were so comfortable with each other. I was all for she it. She was quirky. She was fun. I loved it. He was that mysterious brooding type. Love those kind of relationships. It's basically Nick and I. <laughs> well, the mysterious brooding Slytherin with the overexcitable Hufflepuff, you know, the classic trope. Let's move on with that one, folks. That's just too much for a picture there, I think. What? That's a picture of her. Okay, okay. That's a picture of her, no. So let's move on to segment three, <laughs> which is the measuring cups. And in the measuring cups, we have our counts mm-hmm. and the ever-important woo-woo rating. Yes, ma'am. With the woo-woo rating, of course, we get the one to five. But we first have to start with our measuring cup counts, yes. which are around. Sally, what did you have this time? I did, based off the outfits that people wore. Shoes, coats, purses, and hats. You didn't. We, yeah. get, we didn't grab get hats, any and- hats in winter, but we're getting <laughs> hats in spring, I guess. So shoes was a solid count of six. Again, only good. counting best shoes. And that's, that's really pretty good. good for a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Coats, an astounding eleven. That is both Beth and Okay. Kimoto. Jake. Yes. Okay. Purses. Two-ish. She had the bag that she brought out in front of her dad, which I counted. And then Jake actually had kind of like a backpack knapsack okay, kind of thing. Okay, I was going to say, I didn't so see. So I just okay. counted that because All right. she... Fair, fair, How fair. is she walking the streets of LA without any kind of purse? Boggles my mind, but she literally had no purses this whole movie. So I had to count what I could take. Yes. And then hats, three, surprisingly. She did, yes. Mainly on the boat, right? Yes, mainly, yeah, yeah. mainly out at sea, but you know, still yeah. going to count them. And I had the hot drinks and the adult beverages. So yes. the hot drinks... I had for Beth, six. Wow, okay. And I had for Jake, two. Okay. Because they did share... Yeah, they shared a couple. They shared a couple. Adult beverages, I had for Beth, four. Okay, not bad. And for Jake, three. That's really not bad. Not bad at all. I For a movie especially like yeah. this, I, I thought that was pretty impressive. Surprising. So let us move on to our yes. woo-woo rating. This is what we, what we give to our... Um, audience to honor our golden retriever Nala. Miss Nala. Who woo woos for everything. Yes. For for her 
I'm hungry, I have to go outside, I'm happy, there's a visitor, there's someone in my yard, yeah. oh, somebody passed by my front of my yard, uh, everything. Everything's yeah. a woo-woo for her. So we will woo-woo to a picture of her by giving it a rating of one to five, one being the lowest, mm -hmm. five being the highest rating of a Hallmark movie. Yes. Sally, you want to kick us off on your woo-woo rating? I can. So after watching a picture of her, I gave it a five woo-woo rating. Yes, I know. This is a lot of fives in a row, but Hallmark has been bringing it. Like, what am I supposed to do? If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Can you get the head slap on there? <laughs> Why do you want the head slap? Because everything's a five to you. No, not everything is. Everything. Welcome to Valentine wasn't a five. Anyways, okay. Here are the reasons I gave it a five woo-woo. Okay, go. It recognized, again, we get the reverse trope, like what Matt talked about, where we recognize sometimes that glamour and glitz isn't for everyone. I think it's really easy to be caught up getting instantly famous. It's really easy to be like, okay, maybe I am a big deal. And Beth definitely fell for it. And I think that's realistic, right? I mean... Us as people, we do crave feeling loved and feeling wanted, so that can be a very intoxicating feeling to have when deals are being offered to you, sketchy or not, apparently, according to her agent. But um, I think it, it was a really realistic portrayal of someone who recognizes, you know what, this big scene stuff, not for me. Additionally, it felt like a very natural love story. Yes, we had our very bitter betrayal that just had us, like, almost crying, screaming in frustration, but the way that they came back together, I think felt even natural. And I mean, those kisses, goodness gracious. <laughs> Additionally, the strong family backing. Obviously her mom was not present in the movie. It's kind of implied she might've died at some point. Not really sure what happened there, but her dad and her aunt Dodie, I mean, they yeah. were such strong characters. The way that they could be really compassionate. I think as frustrated as we were with aunt Dodie that she didn't walk her through the sketchy side of LA, I think it was really important to aunt Dodie to let Beth make those choices for herself. I think mm. she recognized, you know what? She's a grown adult. Sometimes we need to learn by making mistakes. Sometimes that is the only way we learn, even if we have someone who can walk us through the ins and the outs of things. So I loved all the elements. I really did. I thought it was a very strong movie. We finally got our golden retriever, which five right there. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's all I got to say. All right. So my woo woo rating for a picture of her is a 4.5. Okay. <laughs> I can't give it the five. I withhold the five for a couple of reasons. So for me, not a whole lot of character development. I mean, you get a good background for who Jake is and what's important to him, but you don't get much about the depth of Jake. You know he likes to travel. He likes to exchange recipes. That's important yeah. to him. The little things and the beauty of things are important to him, but you don't really get a whole lot of depth of Jake and the rest of his background. You don't know if he's had successful relationships or bad relationships or what really brought him to LA or why why he does what he does. For her, I think it was a little hard for me to swallow that she could get so easily wrapped into the fame of things because she 
from the very beginning is like, I don't want to be the center of things. I don't want my picture out there. When she goes to the magazine office and, and pretty makes pretty much makes it clear, I don't, you know, that's wrong. I can't believe that my picture is there. I didn't get permission for that. And yet she goes to the television show. She gets the contract. I understand Sally's perspective of, yes, she kind of got taken away with it and was trusting and felt like she could do that then. And, but, but for me, it's like you're, if your real passion was in environmentalism and making an impact and that what makes well I, I mean I don't know why you'd sign a contract to do a well, to financial be fair, in the beginning commercial. of the movie her dad did say maybe this is your opportunity to pivot and try something new so pivot all off anyways love that scene in frozen uh could be I, I'm just I'm just that's the reasons for the 4.5 instead yeah. of the five for me anyway beautiful wonderful movie did mm-hmm. did, did love it Tyler this oh, is probably one of your best ones. I mean, yes. I mean obviously, three well, wise men and a baby. And baby. You, you can never top. I mean, because <laughs> the dance alone that Tyler actually Maybe, starts. You know what? Here's here's our thing. Okay. If we win the Hallmark's Biggest Fan, yes. we will do the three wise men and a baby dance. Yes. Watch for it, folks. <laughs> If we win, we promise. We promise. Here on this podcast, we solemnly swear. (laughs) Exactly. Well, definitely a great way to round out this movie all to feel good. So we need to get into our shout out. Shout out to Tessa. You're working hard before our upcoming trip. We love you. Love you. Shout out to our husbands, to Mark and to Nick. Thank you for your support and for listening to our podcasts. Shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. Thank you so much for believing in us. Shout out to our candle for the evening. Cactus Blossom by Bath and Body Works. Uh, One of our mm, favorite classic. Yes, yes. A very good top (laughs) scent for us. Uh, Not really theming into the LA slash Washington. No, maybe cactus. But you know. For LA, is that a cactus? Is that a uh, Arizona? I think, okay. but whatever. Nearby, or, Nevada or something. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, shout out to all of our listeners, both loyal and new. We appreciate you coming back each week to hear our Hallmark Chitter Chatter. Of course, next week we will be continuing in our Spring Into Love vein. We do have a surprise upcoming as well as some fun guests. So we'd encourage you to stay tuned, maybe grab your favorite beverage, and buckle up for the remainder of Spring Into Love. We're really excited to be bringing all the feel-good vibes, all that pre-summer funness, but... Until then, cheers!